0: then on the border they're just out and out saying we're going to let fentanyl keep flooding across the border killing Americans even though we could stop it we're going to let illegal immigrants keep flooding across the border causing chaos for communities chaos for cities like new york by uncontrolled immigration immigration's great it's got to be controlled we now have the senate republicans and the white house And the Senate Democrats with a deal, the toughest border deal ever, that would stop fentanyl from flooding across the border, stop, they're saying no. And they're admitting, Republicans are admitting, House Republicans, no, we don't want to fix this. We don't want to fix the fentanyl problem right now. We don't want to fix the illegal immigrant party uh, problem right now because Joe Biden might get a little bit of credit for that. That's Mm. how sick they are. They're saying keep the border open for another
1: year. Yeah, they got as good a deal as they could ever hope for sitting right in front of them. And it actually reminds you a little bit of 2016 when the the entire chant was build that wall, build that wall. They love the immigration issue. They said there was a crisis at the border. And then Donald Trump gets elected. They control both houses of the Congress. For two years, they own Washington and do nothing. And there's no border wall built. They like the issue. They like to bang the drum about it. Now they even have some of their own people, Republicans saying, we're there. We're at the 20-yard line, we're entering the red zone, this thing that we've said we've wanted for so long, and you won't take the deal, you won't take the deal. And now we're even hearing some rumblings, Jonathan Lemire, inside the Senate, that Mitch McConnell might be getting a little shaky on this and saying, well, the nominee, what he's calling Donald Trump inside this caucus meeting, the nominee doesn't want us to do this deal. So. The House has been the problem. Is it spreading to the Senate now is the question. It sure looks that way. That the analysis
2: appears to be changing, that it's not just the House Republicans. It now looks like it's going to be the Senate Mm -hmm. Republicans, too. Minority Leader McConnell in a closed-door meeting with his colleagues yesterday, suddenly spoke very differently about this deal than he had in the past. We know McConnell has been very strong and adamant that the U.S. needs to support Ukraine. He still is. But now he thinks these these packages might need to be separate, which would doom the Ukraine funding because there wouldn't be enough support, because the only way to get some Republicans to back Ukraine would be to have this border security deal. But McConnell is admitting that Trump is saying we don't want this deal. And he is suggesting, he says here, quote, the politics on this have changed. He says we don't want to do anything to undermine him. Him being Trump, meaning we don't want to take an election issue away from Trump. And if McConnell suddenly goes soft on this deal, it is going to be doomed. And it shows again the grip that trump has on the party and also mitch mcconnell though he at times has spoken up strongly against trump he has acknowledged he will vote for him again he did not follow through trying to convict trump in his second impeachment trial post january 6th and now he seems to be doing his bidding for his campaign even if it hurts the american people and submarines a deal that most people say they want ukraine literally running out of ammunition right now because of inaction in the united states congress and certainly Republicans think that this is a, a good bet for them. Jen Palmieri, they think the border is going to be a winning election issue. Uh, to Joe's point, I think some Democrats think they can try to spin that in the months ahead if indeed this deal falls through. But let's just take a moment, if you will, to weigh in on, on, on Mitch McConnell, who, yes, occasionally stands up to Donald Trump, but once more, uh, once more yeah. chooses power, chooses the quest for power and will not defy Donald Trump and does not want to take away an election issue year away from Trump or his own efforts to have a republican senate majority
3: he's so wily for a moment i thought did he want that quote to get out there that so he can blame trump so it's clear that the problem here is that trump won't solve the border and i thought no don't don't like i'm overthinking it he's just uh yeah he is just that um he's just that callous but i think i i mean i i think the democrats should Take the package and put it on the floor and make them vote against it. And you know, Leader Jeffries in the House side should figure out a way as a motion to recommit or whatever the procedural way you do it is to get something to like make Republicans vote against it. It won't matter. They will say that the board that it wasn't that you know that the that the, that the package wasn't tough enough and that's why they voted against it. But. The, the White House and the Democrats need to do what they can to show the public that they have exhausted all options for controlling the border. And I would have um, and then and then the president should go out and he should say the following facts, which are true. There are more border agents at the border than there have ever been. The rate of deportations. Is up under Biden. It is actually higher than it was under Trump. And they have asked for more border funding than any president has ever done. And the Congress will not deliver. And they were backing a, a deal that would have that that would have solved that would have you know helped stem this the fentanyl um, and and my, more migrants coming from the border. And the Republicans stopped it because they want chaos, the same chaos that was there when Trump was president. And they won't. You know, Democrats. You know it is the fundamental issue for trump supporters right (laughs) immigration so i don't think that democrats are going to really win on this issue but americans have a very legitimate concern about what's happening and they have a good story to tell that they need to tell now now that everything's breaking down on the hill
1: and all that explains why republican senators republicans have said to the house take this deal it's as good as we're going to get maybe nobody wanted a deal to begin with jennifer palmieri jen thanks so much
5: I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience.
4: Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be
0: saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon.
4: Thursday, 25 January, year of our Lord, 2024. Okay, um, culmination of a tremendous amount of work uh, from this audience and also from the Ben Burkwams and the Oscar, Blue Ramirez, um, the entire team. So uh, for people who've been with us since we started, what, four years ago, 2019, um, the border has always been one of the top central issues we've covered in in great depth, much more depth than any other news organization or show in the world. By several orders of magnitude, to make sure that MAGA in this audience, the boomer posse, had the correct information um, about exactly what was going on, we played that this morning as a cold open because. Uh, and I understand it's it's hard. I understand it's hard to listen to the lies, but you in in the uh, the war of narrative, the war of the information war, you must always understand what your enemies. How they're coming about it? you just see the blatant lies right there. This has collapsed only for a moment because remember they never stop. they're always relentless. The globalists, the people trying to destroy this country will 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 never stop ever. So your fight for this is continuous. your fight for this is relentless. It's kind of like in the revolution. remember the revolution really didn't end till Battle of New Orleans. In January 1815, the Brits were still trying to. Uh, the British Empire was still trying to come back. You know, encircle us outside of Appalachia, the Mississippi River Valley, all of it. Coming to Canada, get the some of the in, in, some of the Indian uh, tribes that had been. Um, you know, because they had already been allied with certain um, Indian tribes, trying to get more Indian tribes to be their allies. So that was relentless. Remember, our framers and our founders, the revolutionary generation, and this is one of the reasons that General Washington is so revered. It wasn't just hanging in there for years and years and years in the actual war of independence. It was in helping to pull the country together during a time of tremendous stress. It was not sweetness and light after the revolution. You're in the same situation today. So what am I talking about? A couple things is that The deal that we have been hammering, and it's because of Rosemary Jenks and the people over at, um, that thumbs up would be who? Oh, fine. Perfect. Got Todd Benson. Todd Benson was able to join us this morning. Because of her, someone leaking to her, which really in this bill, was able to turbocharge this audience to get on the phone and start hammering people. And then obviously MAGA in Iowa, and MAGA in New Hampshire, delivered uh, another uh, crushing blow. To understand the policy, and and not just MAGA, the exit polls of virtually everybody, including even Democrats and independents. We're talking about the border. Uh, You know what didn't rate in any of those exit polls? The fight against, you know, this phony thing about the fight against democracy. The MAGA being anti-democratic. That's all Biden talked about a couple weeks ago. Now, all of a sudden, they oh, they got this bill that's salvation and the Republicans don't want to do it because it takes an issue. That is a bald-faced lie. Your calls and, and you on the ramparts in combination with President Trump has really backed off McConnell and all these guys. And I dare them. Let's challenge them. I dare them to put the text of the bill of which they've been negotiating for months or drafting months. Put the text of the bill up. Let's just see it. You'll see every, every, every lie. This is not a border security bill. It is to codify into law the invasion of your country. Full stop. This is why people, this is why they're keeping people outside the loop. Cruz and Ruby, all the senators, the only person inside the loop is the Judas Goat Langford. He's the only one that knows the text, and they understand he's a terrible negotiator, so he's the one – he's just the face guy. They – because of New, Iowa and New Hampshire, because of President Trump now getting directly involved and said, hey, you can't – you're not going to codify uh, given you know, an open border and work permits to everybody and, and 5,000 a day. No, we're not doing that. It's absurd. Not going to fund the NGOs for years. Not going to happen. In addition, you've put, you put steel into the spine, at least for now, of Governor Abbott. I want to bring in, I want to bring in Todd Bensman. <clears throat> I thank Todd for changing his schedule. Todd, two things. Number one, this has collapsed on the Hill. Your work, Rosemary Jinks' work, Chris Chemalinsky, all of it, all of you groups in, in the war room posse hammering this and telling these senators, calling their office and saying, hey, you vote for this, it's the end of your career. Uh, Get us up to date on that first. I want to talk about Texas. What what are you hearing as the latest on the on the amnesty bill, the open borders amnesty bill?
5: Well, like you said, Trump is getting involved. It's causing um, a lot of uh, it's really kind of derailing the thing, uh, to be honest, Uh, his involvement and also really just the opacity, the lack of transparency about what they're doing. It's leaked out, bits and pieces of it, as you mentioned, have leaked out. Um, the main thing to realize about that, the proposal, as far as we know, is that it there are no enforcement provisions, no com- compel to enforcement provisions in it. When the Democrats say things like, we will put people in removal proceedings, don't worry, that is a Grand canyon size difference from actually removing anybody. There are millions of people running around the country, foreign nationals, who are in removal proceedings and have been in removal proceedings for years. It's it's a meaningless concept uh, under this administration because they don't remove anybody, uh, and so that was like kind of the the fundamental the basis of of. Um, of the plan that that's being proposed, that don't worry, we'll, and also it benchmarks at an unacceptable 5,000 a day coming through and it preserves catch and release. Uh, and it, and it preserves something that we've talked about on your show over and over again, that's parole authority. Uh, that's like the CBP one app program where, you know, probably a million people have just been brought in over the land bridges, right over the ports, through the ports of entry, or flown in from foreign airports into 43 U.S. airports, hundreds and hundreds of thousands. This is not a one-off thing. Uh, Republicans want that shut down completely uh, or or brought down to onesies and twosies the way the law says. And the Senate Republicans are fine leaving it in place. Uh, So they're just going to have a a problem within their own ranks. I mean, nobody in the House is going for this thing. Yeah.
4: Todd, Todd, hang on for one second. We're going to take a short commercial break. Um, The reason that this audience is on top of it and a major player in this is that You've gotten the information from the Todd Bensons of the Rosemary Jenks. President Trump came in and gave you air cover in the last 48 hours, 72 hours. And now your punch has even more impact. That's why you've got to go to Bill Blaster. If Grace and Mo can get that up into the uh, chat room. Bill Blaster. Go direct to him. Short- As we head toward a presidential election in November, one thing you can be sure of. 2024 will be a tumultuous year like no other. How will your hard-earned savings fare during this year? You're already seeing the impacts of inflation at the pump, the grocery store. The dollar continues to lose buying power quicker than your wages can increase. How are you protecting your savings? Consider diversifying with gold from Birch Gold Group. For decades, gold has been the choice of investors and central banks to hedge against inflation. Now you can own it in a tax-sheltered IRA with the help of Birch Gold. Just text Bannon, B A N N O N, to 989898. Birch Gold will send you a free info kit on gold. They'll help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into an IRA in gold. And the best part, you don't have to pay a penny out of pocket. With an A rating, with the Better Business Bureau, thousands of satisfied customers, you can trust Birch Gold. Text Bannon to 989890 to claim your free info kit. That's Bannon. To nine eight nine eight nine eight and secure your savings now. Take action. Text Bannon at nine eight nine eight nine eight. Action. 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 Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, uh, Ted Benson's going to hang with us. I want everybody to understand because of your pressure, putting on the Senate, that's that's not happening. And but we want them to release the uh, text. I want to see all the lies in print and, and then you can rub the nose in it of uh, of morning Joe in that crowd has nothing to do with getting a political win. We're not going to codify the invasion of our country, not going to happen. And any Republican that would put it forward is going to be turfed out. Congressman Matt Rosendale from Montana joins us um, just quick, quickly. Give us your assessment of that immigrant, not a, even an immigration bill, but really a codification of an invasion of our country, would it have ever gone anywhere in the House with you, patriots? There,
6: one would certainly hope not. And I will tell you, Steve, as a, uh, really in large part because uh, several of the members have been coming on your program, and your posse has been um, energized to go out and put the additional pressure on the representatives in the House to keep them from from passing some of this really, really. Uh, damaging legislation. Some of it's going through. We're still having battles, as you know, about some of this stuff. But, but I, I really do attribute uh, the ability for us to shut a bunch of this down directly to you guys. Uh, we continue to have our meetings with uh, Rick Scott and uh, Ron Johnson and Mike Lee and Rand Paul on Wednesdays. Uh, several of us House guys to make sure that we can have some kind of a coordinated effort to to oppose this stuff. But uh, that's what it takes. That 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 immigration. I mean, how can you contrast HR two that we passed last spring, which was the most comprehensive and conservative immigration and border security bill, to to, to this thing that uh, they were going to try and push out of the Senate. That was going to, as you say, codify. You know, until you hit five thousand illegals a day coming in, then then basically you're not allowed to do much of anything. Um, yeah.
4: So. So. And then, and then, as Todd, as Todd, Todd's, Todd's, Todd's Benson brings up, it, you, really nothing happens because you're dependent by Mallorcas to actually do it, and they don't enforce what's on the books right now. I want to. This is a central issue of this right here. Let me give you uh, a, a a declarative statement coming from MAGA and coming from the War Room. Mitch McConnell is a sworn enemy of Donald J. Trump. And he's a sworn enemy of Donald J. Trump's America First and uh, uh, MAGA policies. And he's a sworn enemy, enemy, enemy of um, of uh, of the MAGA base and the uh, in the Trump base. So it's Trump personally, it's Trump's policies, and it's MAGA base. I had a very prominent hedge fund guy the other day call me. He said, you know, I listen to the show because we try to get insights in macro, and you guys do a pretty good job. He says, but I've never understood – Your virulent virulent hatred for Mitch McConnell until I saw Rosemary Jenks and saw Todd Benzman and saw what was in this bill. He clearly hates uh, the MAGA um, philosophy, the America First philosophy, and anybody associated with it, any of the running dogs and messengers of Mitch McConnell are enemies of President Trump, enemies of the MAGA movement, enemies of America First. Enemies of the war room. Posse, I'm not saying kind of against, but they're enemies. They don't believe what you believe. They do not support what you support. And they do everything 24 7. I see it up here in this cesspool on Capitol Hill all the time. Behind the scenes, always knifing President Trump. And that's why President Trump had to come in and bigfoot it the other day about, hey, this thing's not happening. And Mitch McConnell's finally been broken. This Carrie Lake thing stinks to high heaven. And here's the reason Jeff DeWitt was simply a messenger. The issue we have to get to is who gave him the message, who 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 wanted Carrie Lake out of that race that she this is now symbolic. It's not about Carrie because she's running and she's winning. But who a couple of years ago wanted Carrie Lake out of this race? Uh, Do you have any insights on on this? uh, Congressman Rosendale.
6: Uh, Steve, they basically have done the exact same thing to me, but they wisened up a little bit. So instead of sending someone uh, basically to my office to offer me monetary consideration to get out of the race, the first thing they tried to do, uh, Steve Daines himself tried to convince me that I needed to tone it down. We're, to- we're going back to Thanksgiving of 22. So over a year ago, He's like, you have to turn it down. You you cannot uh, be running for the United States Senate and be making the problems that you are in the House of Representatives. And I said, Steve, this is what the American people expect us to do. This is what they are craving, starving for us to do, for somebody up in this stinking town to be fighting for them. And he said to me, Matt, I've got billionaires that are going to spend a lot of money against you. What am I supposed to tell them? And I said, Steve, you tell them that I'm going to win the primary. I will be the nominee for United States Senate in Montana, and they better save their money for the general election. Well, I think that they're going to. And what they're going to do is is end up supporting a Democrat uh, candidate, John Tester, because guess what, Steve? Those guys don't care who is in charge. They are the, the Uniparty. The, the, they are the Globes.
4: The, the 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 billionaire's money doesn't count anymore. We're going to out them individually. I want to go back in time, though. Let's get the timeline right here. This was Thanksgiving 22, right after the midterm. It was 45, 30 to 45 days before you were one of the heroes in January 23 of stepping in and, and laying out a program that forced McCarthy to the table that he had to he had to adhere to. And then when he didn't, he was turfed out nine months later. Is that correct? This was about 30, that 45 days before that, because Danes and McConnell, Danes and McConnell were a part of the uh, cabal, the cabal that kept McCarthy around. Am I am I correct in that getting that timeline right?
6: You are you are spot on. And they had already selected their candidate. OK, six months prior to that even happening. They had already selected their guy. They have already started grooming him. They had already started looking at his documents and his his corporate statements and his public statements, this, this uh, Tim Sheehy, so that they could start scrubbing all the DEI proclamations. They could start scrubbing all the ESG proclamations. They could start scrubbing all the, we need to have American troops in Ukraine, uh, quotes from from his uh, documents. And then guess what they did? They took another step, Steve. When we got into the spring of last year, okay, into the summer, they, they had wisened up. Uh, They they could not go directly to me. I'm a sitting member of Congress. So what they did is they just took one of their political um, soldiers and had that person go to someone who's very close to me and again offered up, what is it going to take for you to stay out of this Senate race? Because by then they had already— Coalesced the Uniparty, the Deep Staters had coalesced around Sheehy, including Danes and the, and the and the uh, establishment. Mitch McConnell, they had selected their guy, and so they sent it through third-party okay. uh, information. What is it going to take to keep you out of this race? So it's it's again very similar to what happened with Kerry. Only instead of coming yep. directly to me, they they couldn't do it. And then guess what? Here's what happens. You've Steve, seen this, too, Steve. Yep what once you deny yep. them that's when they come in and they start trying to get your vendors and they start offering your vendors money so that they'll leave you they start going after your contributors so that your contributors won't support you and they make up all kinds of different storylines to try and choke you out
4: the good folks in Montana the patriots of Montana are not going to have and not going to tolerate a Mitch McConnell clone a puppet of Mitch McConnell. It's not gonna happen. Mitch McConnell's on his way out. This was a historic defeat of what just happened to him. That's why we gotta shut down the Ukraine situation. But Steve Danes is an enemy of MAGA. Let me be blunt. Steve Danes is one of the guys that slipped into the NDAA this law, this provision that President Trump cannot withdraw from NATO. He right. can't use that as leverage. This is the type of sneaky Danes is a classy detergent salesman. This is he's a classic Clone, anybody in Mitch McConnell's inner circle is an enemy of President Trump, an enemy of MAGA, an enemy of America First, not like they just oppose us. They're enemies. What they're trying to do is the same thing they tried to do to President Trump in the first term. They try to, What they're trying to do is infiltrate this, get their people in there, and it will not happen. We are adamantly, adamantly, adamantly opposed of any NRSC uh, chosen uh, candidate. We just start. Carrie Lake's an exception because she was already running and we had her back well before. All they did there was capitulate, not able to bribe her, not able to get out of the race and not able to get a real competitor. They capitulated on Carrie Lake everywhere else. The evil hand of Mitch McConnell. And it is evil. Mitch McConnell is an evil person. He is an evil old man, decrepit old man. And now the Senate's got a belly full of it, of what he's tried to do in this immigration bill which is to hide the text from all the U.S. senators. Uh, Congressman Rosendale, um, can you uh, give us where you can where can people get to you on social media? Where can they get to your site?
6: OK, uh, official site, it's at Rep Rosendale, all the platforms at Rep Rosendale. On the campaign side, it's Matt for Montana.com. Matt, F-O-R Montana.com. Uh, We're going to be traveling around the state tomorrow and Saturday with uh, another champion, Matt Gates. We've got standing room only. We're doing about four or five events. We've got standing room only. Me and Matt Gates are going to go out there and and deliver the truth. We're going to deliver the truth to the people across the state of Montana, and they are coming out in droves.
4: Well, we're going to have coverage of uh, those events, and we may have a very special announcement next week with Congressman Rosendale. Congressman, thank you so much, and thank you so much for not— not bending the knee to Mitch McConnell or his lackeys.
6: Appreciate you, thanks for having me on, Steve.
4: Thank you, thank you, sir. Good folks in Montana. These are the games that are being played. They're not games, this is, this is power politics. This is why President Trump and the victory in New Hampshire and the spread on the victory was so big and so important. It's given a wake-up call to this town. President Trump is back, badder than ever. And remember, up there they all hate him. McConnell's group, that whole group around him, Thune, Danes, all of them, hate him. Every second of every day, all they're doing is to think through how they thwart Donald J. Trump and the MAGA movement. Short break. ben on the other side. True or false? Using your tax refund to pay off credit card debt is a smart thing. Actually, that's false. DoneWithDebt.com published a brilliant strategy designed to let you keep your hard-earned tax refund and reduce or eliminate credit card debt. Most Americans owe thousands in credit card debt. In fact, Daily Mail's got a story that 56 million Americans carry credit card debt, and that debt will take years to pay off, if you pay it off at all. Done With Debt found that filing bankruptcy is usually not the answer, and taking out loans to pay off credit cards usually increases the debt. When you engage Done With Debt, their legal experts and skilled negotiators take on the credit card companies for you. Their winning strategies are designed with one goal. Solve your debt situation quickly and permanently. First things first, chat with a Done With Debt strategist and explore your solutions. Some debt-fighting strategies are time-sensitive, so you'll need to move quickly. For a free consultation, visit donewithdebt.com. That's donewithdebt. Do it today. Take action. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay. want <clears throat> to get jacked up. You need to be jacked. <clears throat> you need to be jacked up because you got a lot of work to do up on the ramparts. Win after win after win. Right now, uh, Chad Pergram and others are tweeting out, hey, this thing in the Senate is like super uncertain. This is all they've worked on is a supplemental. They haven't really worked on the appro- their appropriations bills. They've worked on the supplemental behind closed doors, and now it's nowhere. But all these leaks are coming out. He makes the point, as I've said, McConnell's not coming out and denying it. McConnell's inner circle's not coming out and denying it. Make sure you get bill blasters totally free. It just makes you – it's a it's – a, um uh it's operating leverage for you. It'll make your job easier contacting people. You don't have to go through the switchboards and go direct. Got emails, got local offices, got all of it. Grace has got it up and if Grace you guys can push it out <clears throat> in the chat rooms. If uh, or just go to worm.org. Or um Grace can give me the I guess the bill blaster also can go directly. I want the podcast audience and the radio audience to get that. Uh the way to get jacked up, Warpath Coffee. We get a big old pot of it going super early in the morning here, the dark roast, the Mariner's Blend. That's one of the skull and crossbones, very subtle. Um, Warpath.coffee slash War Room to get your discount. Also, they got, if you guys say, hey, look, I'd hear you on the um, on the dark roast, but I'm not a dark roast person. If you're not a risk taker, I got it. They got all the mild roasts and the blends and all that. So go check it out. Really a tremendous, tremendous company by Tej Gill and the team. Um. Jim Rickards is going to join us in the second hour. I'm going into detail, also Darren Beatty is going to be up. Uh, want to make sure you go to Birch Gold. You think it's getting turbulent? <laughs> Abbott, the uh, the governor of Texas, sends a letter says, "Hey, I think the Biden regime has broken the compact between the states and in uh, the federal government." And he basically, in the first paragraph of the letter accuses, I think, Biden of impeachable cr- high crimes and misdemeanors. You read the letter. Let's get that up. We'll put it out in the chat, uh, Grace and Mo. Get it up on Telegram. Also, if Carly Bonin and the team. People should read that letter. Uh, so a lot going to Make sure you go. It's times of turbulence. That's when you need to think about gold as a hedge. You know, you're going to have other investments, your house, bonds. Maybe you got some stocks, but you got to look for a hedge in times of turbulence. Gold's done t- pretty well. And i got to tell you, if you look at the economic plan, I was sitting yesterday with some, Pretty smart hedge fund guys going through some macro about how we're going to finance these $2 trillion a year deficits. It's grim, but it's only going to increase turbulence. And that's why I think you now need to look at precious metals as an alternative. Birchgold.com slash Bannon. Uh, Todd Bensman, you've spent your professional career doing this. For many years, you're actually part of Texas DPS in the intelligence unit. Did you ever think you'd see the day... Where Governor of Texas would send a letter like that that essentially said, "Hey, we're going to do it our way," and uh, like uh, Andrew Jackson, uh, Andrew Jackson said, "The Supreme Court can rule a lot of stuff. Now they got to enforce it." Your thoughts?
5: Uh, yeah, I mean it's a little bit defiant, uh, you know. Uh, but listen, Abbott has been in a in in that mode for quite a while already. Now things have just kind of reached ahead head. Uh, it's we're we're right now waiting to see whether uh, Biden's going to send his people down to Eagle Pass to start cutting wire or not. Um, so far, they haven't.
4: Is that an optic? Is that is that is that an optic he wants? Has Abbott <laughs> maybe called his bluff that they want to see? It? You're the one has been telling us, hey, they don't want optics on the drones of the of the cover of your book has got that brutal optic from a couple of years ago. Right at the at the International Bridge that that optic kills them that his his polling drops they don't want the optics they want to they want the invasion they don't want the optics of the invasion
5: can they actually in your professional opinion send people down there to cut the razor wire i think they have the authority to do it right now but they're they they don't have the will i don't think they're going to do it because uh, you know, they've been cutting the wire. They've sent forklifts in. Whoa, to lift- Whoa, whoa, hang
4: on. Hang on. Why do you hang on? Whoa, 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 whoa. Why would you say they think they have the authority? Governor of Texas disagrees with Todd Benzman. He's putting his uh, political career on the line. I, yeah, cr- yeah. Hang on. Correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't did Abbott not just disagree with what you said? He said, in fact, you don't have the authority. And, and he cited the Constitution. Again, yeah, looking- he
5: says you don't have the authority. It's true that he said that, but the Biden administration's waiving a Supreme Court, uh, a temporary ruling that says that they do have the authority. And so, uh, our, you know, the question is, is whether or not they're going to come to blows over this down there. I don't think so. Remember that when, but 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 I think that, that if the admit Biden administration wanted to, they could send Border Patrol over there with the uh, Clippers uh, and the forklifts. I don't think that they will. Because of the optics problem, remember the the few videos that we have of Border Patrol lifting with forklifts the wire and cutting through it were taken secretively by people who who uh, in in the Texas on the Texas side who had their cell phones out. Uh, but now you've probably got a bunch of video cameras all in position down there waiting for Border Patrol to come in with an order to start removing obstructions to illegal immigration, which is gonna be campaign ads for the Trump administration for the next eight months. Uh, I don't think that they wanna feed Trump campaign ads of Border Patrol removing barriers to illegal immigrants. Uh, That's that's one thing. And in any case, Abbott's promising that if they do come in and remove anything, they're gonna, as soon as they leave, they're gonna just put it right back. So what's the point? Whoa, whoa. Um, I want to
4: ask you about the political zeitgeist up here. And you just were in the Capitol briefing people, briefing committees, getting reports. Uh, Since New Hampshire, particularly the exit polls that showed that this was the number one issue for people in New Hampshire and not just MAGA and President Trump's big victory, the collapse of this uh, of McConnell's amnesty bill what you're seeing with Abbott, who's no fire breather. Has there been – are we seeing the beginning of a sea change on this topic right now?
5: I think so. Uh, I'm tentatively uh, saying that I really think so uh, because it's not just New Hampshire polling and exit polls and all that. It's regular polling consistently by all the different pollsters across the board – are showing that this illegal immigration, mass migration crisis is at the very, very top. Uh, it's an apex issue. It's Some of the polls are showing that it it exceeds even the in, inflation as an issue. Um, it is right up there at the top, and it's one of the reasons why the Biden administration is down there in Mexico all the time right now trying to get the Mexicans to do something. And the Mexicans have been doing some things. Uh, But that's why they're down there. Never mind what Benzman thinks or uh, Bannon thinks, the Biden administration fears that issue uh, in a way that they did not fear it in the midterms, ahead of the midterms, because... Exactly. Yes. Go ahead. uh, Because all of the cities that are Democrat-run are pissed off in their democratic bases, black communities, Latino yes. communities. Um, yes. They're promising to vote Republican this time. Uh, so that's that's kind of my uh, source of, um, you know, maybe they're just – OK. Here, he, he, here's why just,
4: I want to go back to New Hampshire and the reason I bring that up. I agree with you on the polling, but the polling is still theoretical. And our audience – you know, President Trump's not a big believer in polls. You understand that. Yeah. Our yeah. audience looks at it with a, a half with John Desai. What was important about New Hampshire is that the rubber actually met the road. Then you had people voting and remember New Hampshire, and God bless mag up there. we love you people. in fact, we love the folks in New Hampshire. It's a fabulous state. Um it's not known as a fire breathing state. It's got a lot of moderates, a lot of independence, the suburbs, you know it's kind of a, a bedroom community with a big population down in southeast New Hampshire of. Massachusetts, the People's Republic of Massachusetts, they went to the polls and you're absolutely correct. The entrance poll exit polls really showed that this immigration and invasion of the country even topped the economy and inflation. That's a wake up call. That's what's changed in the last couple hours that it's not just a theoretical polling. Right. And it didn't really play through as big as people thought in the 22 midterms. But now you're actually seeing. And this is why they're saying Trump's ascendant. Mag is ascended. This is exactly the issue set that we want to run on. And this lie they're going to continue to say. Todd is that now. You, you, I don't know if you heard the, our cold open, but Morning Joe is. Oh, these guys don't want a solution. This is the toughest bill they've ever had. And in fact, Willie Guy said this is as good as deal as they will ever get. Well, Willie, you are you know just dead wrong on that. Your your thoughts your thoughts about The bill, the collapse of it, um, uh, what's going into Texas, because you're you're right. Abbott said, hey, you can't come down here and do it. And even if you do it, we're going to put it right back up. There's been a sea change on this in the last 72 hours.
5: Yeah, Republicans, uh, especially in the House, who were, by the way, uh, strong armed out of all the negotiations. Uh, They should have been involved from the beginning. None of those House guys were involved in this. In fact, a lot of the Senate Republicans are not even in in the mix. Uh, Durbin's out there, uh, you know, the the, uh, uh, Democratic uh, in the Senate is out there putting all of this on Greg Abbott. It's so bizarre. We are in silly, silly land here. Um, And I just think that Unfortunately, there, you know, the Republicans aren't don't really have the uh, backbone or the muscularity to force on the Democrats actual restrictions on that border, actual yes. real material restrictions. Nobody's asking for the two things this, that are needed. This. Nobody's asking for the two things that are needed: detention. An actual deportation. If you're not talking about that, then it's all BS. There's nothing here. It's all air. Uh, it's a phantom detention deal. immediately. Dete- de-
4: detention and deportation. You're correct, and because we have an empirical evidence of that. That was the whole fight two weeks ago in the CR. This is why we're talking about to people right now about what's going to happen in March. You had the leverage at the time to force Biden to the table and to put in the killer D's, detention and deportation. That really seals. That really gets. That starts to change the dynamic here. You're 100 correct. Although 108, 108 people voted for us. Once 07 didn't. We got to get that 107 down to like 20. That can happen because there's a sea change now. You see them all running to endorse Trump. Todd, you got so much to say about this. I want to make sure people get to your Twitter. To get your book, all your writings, where do they go? Uh,
5: Bensman Todd at X. And I've got an account at Getter uh, and also Truth Social. Uh, I work for the Center for Immigration Studies. So you can find a lot of my stuff at CIS.org, Center for Immigration Studies.org. toddbensman.com. You can sign up for my newsletter there. It's free and keep track of my writings. Uh, It's going to be a busy year. I'll be out there. (laughs) <laughs> it's going to be – this is a monumental year. We're just
4: starting off with a bang. Benzman, you're fantastic. This would not have collapsed in two things. I don't think Abbott would have sent that letter without your work, and I don't believe that the Senate deal would have collapsed as much as collapsed without your work. So great job, brother. Thanks. One of the things, you, folks, just always understand, you're getting as sophisticated briefings as the guys in the Senate get. We make sure you do that. In fact, the, the hedge fund – me I had yesterday the macros to make sure I fully understand the math of what's going on here. And these people had just come from briefing many of the staff over in the Capitol Hill with the exact same presentations, the ty- type of stuff we distilled down for you. One of the things, uh, home title lock, this was Joe Allen. We've got to get Joe on this afternoon. Joe Alex, he got so much to talk about. Joe Allen went to CES. Remember, CES is where you see the future. That's all the electronic uh, works that come out uh, you know, years in advance you see there. His warning was cyber and artificial intelligence are merging, that makes it more dangerous than ever, particularly for 90% of your net worth, uh, that would be your home. If you're fortunate enough to own one, make sure you keep the title. Hometitlelock.com. Check it out today. Tax Network USA is pure war room for solving your IRS tax problems. If you owe back taxes, COVID was your lucky break. Tax courts shut down, the IRS paused, and you skated. Well, baby, that party is over. The IRS is adding 20,000 enforcement agents, basically tax cops. Honest, hardworking Americans like you are in the crosshairs. Rich people have tax lawyers and you don't. You'll pay up plus interest and penalties. TaxUSA Network has brilliant war room type strategies designed to solve your IRS problem quickly in your favor. Never call the IRS yourself. You're at their mercy. You could sit on hold for six to eight hours and get hung up on, grind you for all your back taxes, plus interest and penalties. Tax Network USA attorneys have a preferred direct line to the IRS. They know which agents to talk to and who to avoid. If they get difficult agent, hey, they just call a different agent. Tax Network USA learned of a limited time special IRS offer. The IRS is willing to waive $1 billion in penalties if you qualify. Find out if you qualify before it's too late. Schedule your free confidential consultation with Tax Network USA. They've resolved over $1 billion in tax debts. Think about that. They've resolved over $1 billion in tax debts. They offer a best in class client satisfaction guarantee. Now call 1 800. Two four five six thousand. That's 1 800 And visit Tax Network USA. That's tnusa.com slash Bannon. TNUSA.com slash Bannon. Make sure you take action on this today. This IRS grind is only going to get much worse. Today. Here's your host,
0: Stephen K. Bannon.
4: Okay, welcome back. Um, we got a lot of wood to shop. Just as uh, to hit the rewind button, um, even Drudge has it up on the Mac Daddy. I think I got it up on Getter. Um, MAGA Ascendant. You know, MAGA the Unstoppable He's gotten the Mac Daddy of Drudge. And Drudge is no fan of MAGA. One of the reasons is hard work. This is all about you. You've had President Trump's back. You've had Kerry Lake's back. You've had all the people. You've had the back of the people that uh, they're coming after. By the way, Navarro's over there right now getting his sentence. We'll report that as soon as we hear it. Um, But as and even more importantly, not just the personalities, you've had the policies back of America first and make America great again, and you're not backing off. And now they're crumbling before you. The victory in New Hampshire – the exit polls have showed how important uh, the invasion of the southern border was. President Trump's 11-point victory. The fact that the donor class in Murdoch, which are open borders guys, are coalescing around Nikki Haley, at least for a couple of weeks before she gets blown out. And I don't think she'll make it to, 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 um, through South Carolina. Although they're trying to keep her in there, just like the Danes operation, try to infiltrate into the second Trump term, the game to back off some of these policies. It's uh, these are your victories. These are your victories. And we can't rest on them because, hey, they're, they're up there right now thinking about how retork this thing and get it out because the donor class wants it. The billionaires want it. The money wants it. And money talks and everything else walks. That's their theory of the case. They're finding out now that you're an immovable object. And you're getting win after win after win. They ain't happy. You should have heard the talk about this natural, the natural asset companies that you killed at least temporarily a week ago. So you are ascended. This is all about you, the most powerful political force in the world. And now you're inspiring people throughout the world. Alternative for Deutschland in uh, in Germany. Uh, Front National in uh, in um, in France. The UKIP, you know, the the equivalent of the rhinos, the Tory parties in collapse. Over immigration in England and the rise of Nigel Farage and the populist group over there, the, the reform party. You're you are inspiring people because they counted Trump out as D.O.A.'s dead, politically dead. And now he's ascendant. And why is that you? You've had his back and he had the courage to come back and do it when any normal human say, no, I can't take anymore. That's a patriot. That's why. For the third time in this nation's history, first with General Washington, next with Abraham Lincoln, and now with Donald J. Trump. The fate of one individual, their destiny and their fate is inextricably linked with the fate of this republic. I want to bring in Darren Beatty, and you know how deep the corruption goes and how much they hate you? Darren beatty has got an ama- amazing uh, analysis up as the lead story on American Mind, the Claremont Institute's... Um, site, which is for smart folks. Darren Beatty. it's fantastic to have you on. Walk me through, walk me through J6 and your, uh, your theory of the case here.
7: Well, it's great to be back here on The War Room and to speak to this highly informed audience. And, you know, we've all taken this ride together. You know, the entire Fed surrection story, bit by bit, pillar by pillar, we've demolished for years now right here on the war room and things are coming to a head things are culminating we're at the final stages of utterly collapsing this feds direction narrative january 6 and before i get into the really explosive developments on this case i want to just say a little bit about what the stakes are and why this is important this is not something that the democrats have moved on from quite the contrary joe biden made this a major part of his speech he gave a over hour-long speech on the third anniversary of January six, The sham theory that Trump instigated this insurrection, which wasn't even an insurrection, but the sham theory behind that is the legal basis on which they're trying to remove Trump from the ballot because they see that he's by far the front-runner for 2024. If they don't employ extracurricular means to stop him and to stop the democratic process, They're going to have Trump in the White House again, and that's the last thing they want. I've said for years now that these corrupt scumbags are going to do everything in their power to make sure that the American people can never meddle in their own elections again. And January 6th and the lies surrounding it are the chief instruments of them doing that. So I think it's important to understand that these are the stakes and this is what's going to happen when this entire narrative crumbles in their face. There is a video that we've been discussing um, that is now, it's gone mega viral. It's the subject of this piece in American mind. It's a video of the DNC pipe bomb being discovered. And I encourage people, go to revolver.news, watch, you know, uh, watch the video. Um, and follow along. Because right away, just as a self-contained issue, it's clear that something is very, very rotten. If not in Denmark, then on Canal Street, right by the DNC. Because you see a guy in a backpack walking up to the Secret Service that's parked outside of the DNC, informs the Secret Service that there's a pipe bomb just feet away, and the Secret Service acts with Utter lack of concern. It takes them over a minute to even get out of their vehicles, at which point they just linger around in the most lackadaisical fashion imaginable. They don't do anything. In fact, the real the the biggest scandal of this video is they actually allow a group of children to cross the street in the direction of the pipe bomb and walk within feet of it. They're standing around unconcerned. They allow children to walk within feet of the pipe bomb. A Capitol Police officer walks right up to it, snaps a picture, gives a thumbs up sign. And then for the first time, the whole seven minute video clip, they actually hustle and get the heck out of there. But they don't hustle when they're informed of the bomb. They don't care about themselves. They don't care about their protectee, Kamala Harris, and we'll get into that shortly. They don't even care about these children. It's clear they know that the bomb is fake. They know it's a dud. The only question is, how would the Secret Service know that this bomb that was just discovered was fake? How would they know that? And then, the, and then once they all leave, I've spoken to people, who have seen the extended video, which is not public yet, and we're hoping to make it public. But just minutes after they all scrambled to leave, they defuse the bomb with a bomb-safe robot. So the bomb that was so benign that they yeah. weren't worried about it for Kamala, for themselves, <laughs> or for children—they have yeah. to get a bomb-safe robot to give the spectacle that this is actually a <laughs> dangerous <laughs> They know that it's <laughs> safe. Hang on
4: one, sec- hang, hang, hang on one second. Ninety-second break. We're going to bring you back after the break. I want to warn you of a huge change that could be coming to our money and our bank accounts. First, think back to 9-11, shortly after the government pushed through the Patriot Act. This gave the government power to spy on innocent Americans by monitoring our phone and email and tracking our movement across the Internet. Now, Jim Rickards, editor of the independent financial newsletter Strategic Intelligence and New York Times bestselling author, is warning about a coming event that could elevate this governmental surveillance to a terrifying new level. In fact, some of the guests I've had on The War Room believe that the government will soon expand their powers to track our every move. If we say the wrong things on social media, donate to the wrong causes, buy firearms, or even vote MAGA, the government may be able to shut us out of our bank accounts. I can't say for sure if this will happen, but it's an interesting in dire warning. Fortunately, Jim Rickards, an American patriot and friend of mine, has made it his mission to educate us on what he believes is coming and how to protect yourself from the possibility of programmable money. Watch Jim's warning video now before it's censored like I've been in the past. Go to RickardsWarRoom.com. That's RickardsWarRoom.com now to see the video. 60. If you want to take care of your heart,